<laughs> I almost thought about bringing up DVDs in this episode because Netflix just sent out their final <gasps> DVD. What? Yeah. I didn't even know they were still renting DVDs. Yeah, they at the beginning of the year they were making a million dollars a year still off the DVD rental, oh, and by the them. end of this year it dropped to fifty er, to basically fifty thousand a week. And not worth it. Yeah. So they did. <laughs> <laughs> they made six million dollars. They were only going to make six million dollars by the end of this year. Only. Yeah, but when it's a Horrible twenty numbers. billion dollar industry, you know, like yeah. the streaming industry. So. so the movies are getting better on there. They are. They added Spider Man yeah. too. I was stoked about that. So they just they're, this last week you could order any DVD and you didn't have to send it back. You just could keep it. How much was it? Same price. Free bucks. if three free with your. Thing, your subscription? Question. If you had a streaming subscription, could you have ordered been ordering DVDs this whole time? That is a good question. I don't know. If I could have been ordering DVDs this whole time, I would have been so mad. Except I would, would never no. I would never return them. That'd be the issue. It was like with Redbox. You remember Redbox? Yeah. You know how many red, were. Remember how many you know how many Redbox movies my family owns because I rented them and then lost them out of the couch. Dude, Redbox was expensive after like forty dollars of like and then at one point you just own the movie. Life Audio. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Questions with Caden. Everybody's favorite episode. Round of applause. Hey! Did we get that button? Oh, I forgot. How long would that take to do? It's probably in there. I just don't know where to find Hit like, it. How to push something. Push the colored ones. Uh, you got to program it somehow. Ah, good thing we got two hands. Round of applause, everybody. That was the air horn. I actually pressed the right one. Did you get air horn? Uh, yeah. Here's applause. Going. Woo! <laughs> Wait, we can't hear it, though. I don't know what's going on. It says it's going. <laughs> can, I, can they hear it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Press it again. We if got we crickets, can hear chimes, it. rim shot, trombone. I don't know. I'll, uh, here's applause, and here's... it might be whatever track that's considered. It's probably muted. Cool. Well, we don't have the button, but we do have these. Hey, Everyone, round of applause. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome to what's going on in the world. Our favorite episodes as a squad. Um, we are excited. Because we have a lot on the docket today. couple quick things before we jump in. Number one, shout out Life Audio. As always, shout out You and Me Media and Court Acuna over here. Um, go to lifeaudio.com for podcasts like these ones. This one, I like forgot how to talk in tense. These ones is. And then uh, you could also rent this studio space or creative space or podcasting needs mm-hmm. or like yeah, all that stuff. All of it. UNMeMedia.co. Go there as well. Also, make sure you subscribe everywhere. Leave a rating and a review for us. Um, I don't mean to be barking a bunch of orders at you guys right now. Please leave a review order or subscribe for us. That would help a ton. Um, and, yeah, we have seven episodes left. It's crazy. In season two, which is nuts. Uh, we have shot a new cover for season three. Oh, I'm bummed it's not coming out till season three. I know. It's okay. That's next season, though. Yeah. Seven episodes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. I'm really excited. I love it. Um, Courtney shot it, and she did a great job. Killed it. Excited to show you guys that. Matt's face. <laughs> um, oh, Matt actually did shoot a couple of them, too. Yeah. We're Maddie we're... B's first photos. No. No. Not my first photo. Come on. No, sorry, dude. People could be listening. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, he takes a lot. If you need to hire him for photo <laughs> or video, <laughs> go ahead and kill him. He's completely lies. Yeah. <laughs> he super knows how to work every type of camera. Any camera. All of it. All of them. He knows what he's doing a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, but hey, with that being said, on today's pod, two of my favorite people in the world, two of my favorite people to podcast with in the world, Miss Court Acuna. What up? What up? And Mr. Matty B. Barros. What's up? Well, that's good. The jacket looks good on you. Thanks, man. That looks really good. Whole you, new look, fit. you look sharp. Yeah, you look sharp, dude. Thanks, man. You're just, ste- you're just stepping it up. Really trying to. The mustache the is insane. That's what I keep hearing. Insane. Should I keep growing it? Yes. Just hearing. Do you hear that accent? Yeah. It's, it's insane. Thanks, man. I really like it. I'm doing No Shave November, so I'm going to bring the beard. Yes. Now. I like bearded Matty B. Yeah. 
for the listeners, what's new with uh, with both of y'all? Anything? Well, I just I put this disclaimer out in the last episode, but I just want to reiterate. Yeah. When I spoke in the last what's going on in the world, I really thought all of it was getting edited out. And that's all. Okay. That's that's what's new. Courtney. That's what's new with you. <laughs> what else is new? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Nothing Matt? for me there. It's all the same. Okay, sick. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Court, I do have a bone to pick with you. What? Oh, I do have something I have to bring up. Oh, God. I'm it's scared. only because I was pressed about it. And um, you made a promise to some podcast guests and listeners that you would be at Yona. Ooh. <laughs> Oh. And there was at Yona was a lot of listeners there. A lot. A yeah. lot. T- maybe ten. Asking yeah. for Courtney. And I would and I'd say prob- there was ten like probably ten listeners I met throughout the night. Yeah. Two five Yes, I would say Great actor. Eight to ten. I'm I'm serious. <laughs> Great Dude was there. Whoa. That's, that's crazy. Aww. This podcast goes and crazy. I'd, and not all of them, but a couple of them said his court here. Oh, that's so sweet. I appreciate that. Do you have, do you want to explain <laughs> what you. happened or why you lied to just everybody? Thank you. What ha- what happened, okay. Court? What was so? I had the whole day blocked off. My sister was flying in town Wednesday. I couldn't wait to meet her. You had safe seats for me and my sister. Um, and Front row, left my, to open. One of my clients calls me on Thursday morning and says we have to do a nine one one shoot tomorrow, like for this branch, something so yeah. It was insane. I had a 911 Yona urgent to save souls. I even said, can we start at 8 so that I can be out of there by Mm 2? Because it's quite the drive from Santa Monica. Also, my kid had a school dance Mm -hmm. right after school. And then the plan was to go from there to there. At 6 o'clock, it was an hour 45 Mm. drive. I still had to swing by the dance. Six o'clock, seven forty-five. There was a lot to figure out. I was panicking, so I, I was like, "I, I didn't." You don't have to do I this. Know, I, I, know, I know, I know, but I just am I like, you. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to like. Well, now I feel like I, I have to give playing. context. I'm kidding. I just wanted. I just wanted. I'm so confused where he was going with that. I was like, "Experience." <laughs> <laughs> what is he? Talking? What we is call he it the Yona experience. You that and everyone service. else. I'm just yeah. joking. It's, I'm just joking. It's I did really, really want to be there. I really I know. I'm just there. I'm playing with you. I know you had a lot going on with Mason. We missed you though. I just haven't made it to one. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. The only reason I had to bring it up is because last one you were like you made promises. I made such a big you, deal you about even, it. You made I've such a big it, deal. I literally have them all on my calendar, but that one I was like I'm going. I'm going. And then you had uh you even threw out the Matt and I will do a Pre Yona experience oh, yeah. conspiracy podcast, so I just had to make I just had to tease you. I'm a bit. sorry. No, we missed you. It's okay. There's going to be so many more. Yonas. I know. Which, by the way, if you're listening, you are invited. You can go to yonanights.com. What a great segue. You can go to yonanights.com and uh, check out where we'll be in 2024. And I'll be there. <laughs> and she'll be at one of them. I'm sure. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm I'll make sure one of, of them. it. You got to come to Orange County. Oh, for sure. Orange County is going to go crazy. You got to go. To Orange I'll County. be there. Matt will be there. I'll be there. Come on. I'm, Matt's a man of his word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we got a big old episode today. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. And we have to have time for Conspiracies with Court, which is our favorite segment. But let's do this. Let's pray. And then let's talk about some stuff. Am I missing something? Well, Courtney, there's, there's two... Uh... Well, he told me to leave it blank. He told me not to fill it in. Oh, I don't want to know it. You know, it's nothing it. profound. I know. I just I, have I just, more details. I just want to be shocked. Okay, you're not going to be shocked. Is it? Is your conspiracy Taylor Swift and Travis? I do have a conspiracy about that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's not fair, my fair, fair, fair. my segment. Okay, let's let's pray. It's not my segment. She goes. She gets one. <laughs> She gets one for each. It's not my second. Remember last episode? She's like, I get one for each. No. You get one. I feel like it's allowed. It's needed. No, my favorite was when she goes, it's only fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like we haven't. Honestly, you're right. It is. That's on me. It's my fault. (laughs) Okay. Let's pray. And then we'll just get down this list. I'm excited to talk about a bunch of these today. Uh, Yeah, let's pray. Lord, we love you. Help us to see everything that's happening in this world today through your lens, through a biblical lens. Give us hope. Allow us to have fun. 
and just be in this conversation. This is a conversation we get to have fun together. And Holy Spirit, I just ask that you would um, not only just make this fun, but you would make it profound. We love you, Jesus. It's in your name that we're doing this. And everybody said. Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. Let's get on the docket. Uh, numero uno. First one is Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Big deal. This is the last time in my life. I want to talk about this. I am so <laughs> over it. I'm so freaking over it. I I think that the NFL is making it way too big a deal. I think everybody Travis is. literally said that on the Just let me podcast. know when you're ready. Oh, I did see that. When you're ready for my conspiracy. Okay. We'll, we'll talk. <laughs> we got Yeah, just let just it go. We go. All right, now. <laughs> All right, come off the bench. Gordy, you're in the game. You're off in the, the game. Bench. Get on in there, girl. So I think. My oh, favorite no. She okay. start right now. My <laughs> favorite meme that Deep I breath. saw, my favorite meme I saw about any about all of this was it was a photo of Taylor like with her cup or something up, like just having the best time with like lively next to her, and then it was Brittany Mahomes like stuffing her face with chicken, just looking like so <laughs> miserable in the suite, in the same suite like next to her, and the caption was. Never thought I'd ever relate to Britney Mahomes in my <laughs> life until now, and that's like literally like how I feel. I don't, I, I, I don't love her, Britney Mahomes. Or, yeah, yeah, but I don't love Taylor Swift even more. <laughs> yeah, facts. You know what's funny? They're is, both just so mid. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> it's, it's a crazy hot take over there in the corner. Just they're both so, so mid. Good. You're gonna come at me for <laughs> that? To, like, what did you just say? Cut that out. Baby. But it's real. I mean, Bow. truly though. Like, don't get me wrong. No, they Taylor's are like Taylor's music genius. is just like me. I just, just don't know why she's so famous. I, just, bro. I don't get it's it. Just like what, guys? Quick pause. My, I'm stuck. <laughs> You have to buy me a new chair. Oh. I'm joking. I'm buying Courtney a new chair. Oh, you know what I saw? I saw one this. snag. Yeah, one snag. It's like dyed black underneath where I'm sitting, and I got to buy a new from It is. I know. From you. I know from all my black jeans. Um, okay. I, I saw this meme, and it was like the only person who's losing in the Taylor Swift and and Travis Kelsey debate is Patrick Mahomes' wife. Yeah. <laughs> because she was like the the face and everyone like they would pan to her in the box and now they're panning to Taylor. It's just funny like it, the first time I saw it when it, it was cuz remember it was like rumor. It was like, "Oh, are they?" Yeah. And then that one game she's like in the box like all buddy buddy with his mom. I go, "They're moving way too quick." <laughs> Three days in. <laughs> Three days in, and she's with the mom, like yeah. wearing matching jerseys with the mom. Like, it's just the NFL clearly just doesn't know how to act. No, you're right. They've never seen a star They're like freaking the NBA, out. like star studded all the time. You know, the pan, quick pan, yeah, oh, perfect. Hey, Bieber's in the crowd today, yeah, exactly. And then just and back to the game, like, yeah, watch basketball. Yeah. NFL's just going crazy with this. Dude, they're like 90% of the game just in Taylor's I do not face. need to know how Taylor reacts to every single play. I honestly I know. don't care. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I came here to watch football. Yes. If I wanted to watch Taylor, I'd buy an overpriced ticket. <laughs> I'm here to watch football. Buy an dude. overpriced t-shirt. Yeah, absolutely. I like, wear a bunch of, what, purple? Is purple a thing? What, what no, I think that was Bieber. I think it's uh, wear those bracelets. Oh, the bracelets. Wear a bracelet. Wear a bunch of bracelets. Gosh. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're definitely both benefiting from it though here's the here's the question who's benefiting from it more is taylor benefiting it from it from dating travis or is travis benefiting from dating taylor just tell me when you're ready for my conspiracy go ahead let it run okay thank you for asking. oh wait, i will say this though travis is definitely benefiting though, yeah more. travis so? for sure 100 yeah he's getting all the taylor swift crowd crazy yeah but when like he, he has a podcast what, since why would he have time for a podcast no no no, no. He's had. He's had a podcast. It's one of the biggest podcasts in the world it's been for the last two years. No, I know. But I'm saying that, like, he his Taylor doesn't have a podcast. Like, I'm saying he has – she's not getting more streams from – like, he's – Oh, yeah, yeah, He's, he's not, not, not moving direct, the needle for her. Right. No football fan is going like, oh, let's exactly. listen to yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what now. I was trying true, to true, say. True. That's what I was trying good to say. Good point. Also, that is a very good point. I will say – if anything, people like her less because of this. Maybe, but I was going to say, Travis, this is a very short-lived needle move for him because you go from being the Taylor Swift boyfriend that the Taylor Swift crazy fandom loves to being the ex that they hate. You only get one or two ways yeah, how this goes. Yeah, that's true. All right, let, let, it, let it go. Game. Conspiracy with Courtney. Okay. This is not, just to be clear with the listeners, this is not the conspiracy. This isn't the conspiracy. Okay. This is probably a little bit more relevant, though. 
The fact that Courtney gets two segments on your show is just like yeah, wild. Yeah. No, Do you want a I segment? Wasn't gonna Dude, what are you passionate about? <laughs> I wasn't going to bring this up. I don't even want one. It's just like I Courtney gets I wasn't going to bring this up. Multiple? He, put Kelsey, he put Kelsey Swift on the docket, and this is my, my thought. So just naturally, I had to go conspiracy. Okay. <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready? I'm sensing some jealousy. I think Matt wants a seg. Do you want a seg? I don't want one. What do you want to talk about? I just... Yeah. Like beef or something? Beef? <laughs> like, <laughs> like a carnivore segment? Yeah, a carnivore segment. <laughs> Remember, drink your raw dairy. Yeah. I, uh, I know that Taylor Swift didn't put him on the map. I know that. But she did get him 300,000 new followers in a day. In a that's day. That's crazy. And within that day, on his Instagram, this ad comes out. He also, he also Matt, is the top. back me up. <laughs> he's also top five uh, jersey sales in the NFL now. Like of all time, yeah. His, you know, I saw like his jersey season. sales went up six hundred percent since he's top she... five in the NFL. And but but Travis Kelsey is a big NFL name. Though, sure. Before then, absolutely. But he's not doing more jersey sales than Patty Mahomes before this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I think you know. Did you hear about um, his jumpsuit? You know how like the first day they get seen walking. He's in that like all cloud, almost looks like clouds, like jean jacket and denim. Mm-hmm. Remember that outfit? Yeah. You know what that outfit's called? What is it called? It's called the 1989 jumpsuit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, definitely an agenda going on for sure. <laughs> yeah. You know what I think? I think there's, you know, you could take it one way where there's like the, some political agenda, or you can just take it the other way where it's like what 90% of celebrities do when they date each other. It's just all like PR. It's for sure just a PR relationship, but I just think that it would be foolish to not acknowledge there's a chance that this PR relationship is also highly incentivized by political people. I'm not saying that it is a political stunt. I'm just saying that they know that people of the stature do influence people for... The Nephilim are behind it. Well, duh. <laughs> well, well, that's obvious, Matthew. <laughs> All of our audience already knows yeah, that. Yeah. The audience, everyone in their car just did this when you said that. Everyone driving and listening is like this. Mm. <laughs> mm, yeah. Duh. Good. Doesn't good. even need to be said. No, I, uh, yeah. Here's, so it's not a conspiracy. It's just conspiracy. more like a. More like fact. a what if. Here's my thought with it. Enough. I don't Same. care anymore. Enough. I'm talking about it today because I know they want us to. I was just a but little... But other than that, enough. I want to watch football. I was more impressed of the friends that she has, like Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively and Sophia Turner and all that, Hugh Jackman being in the suite with her, showing up to the game and being in the suite yeah, with her. Yeah, but Hugh Jackman probably heard just free box tickets at Arrowhead Stadium, and he was like, I'm in there. Yeah, I'm just a little... Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. You don't think she's actually friends with all of them? I think she could be, sure. You think she's that close? She's that close to the mom? She got that close that fast? You know what uh, Taylor gives me? Taylor gives me... I think Taylor probably didn't want to spend 40000 on a suite until... I don't know. After. Taylor Swift gives me... Goes in really hard, really fast, always vibes to me. Like, she gives me the... You're saying that like it's an epiphany. No, like, but she gives me the. Have you like, heard one of her songs? No, but she gives me the vibe where like she shows up to like family dinner for the first time, meeting the family, and like has a nickname for the mom already, and is acting like they've all been like been together. Have you forever. listened to Taylor Swift before? I don't. 
Not much. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Why is that? This is just like such a revelation that I feel yeah. like you can only have if you've listened to like a decent, like you don't know her. You know hey. what I'm saying? Like hey. how, do you, how do you come up with this conclusion? Well, because she walks, she's like been dating this guy for three days. She goes to the goes to the booth or the, the, the box and she's in a full like Travis Kelsey get up <laughs> bumping elbows with the mom like dude you met Did her you see the 10 notes minutes before the game the notes that were like leaked no like someone found her notes that her team had made like for her like who has like everyone's name in the box and like <sighs> score win this or like say this Brutal, or whatever dude she has no idea what she's doing in that box that's crazy she just her phone vibrated and, and her manager goes they're about to score. When when you score in football is when you get into the end zone, the painted part. Find someone to high five. Yeah, find <laughs> freak out. It literally. I'll show you. I, Make I, it a I, really I'll read big some deal. of these. All right. The next topic is most prenups in history from millennial marriages. Don't laugh when you say it. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> Not even funny. funny. This is Courtney's, I think. Can you expand on it? Okay, the reason why I thought I should put this in here is because while that is true, it's actually being framed as a positive thing. Whoa. It's being reported as there's the most prenups in history, collectively from an age group, but it's based out of a place of respect and not a place of... Concern. Concern. Interesting. I read it with concern. Right. Yeah. Well, it's kind of concerning. My grandfather says, not, anyway. Who's that? (laughs) My grandfather says, if you have a prenup, you have one contract to undo a covenant. That's what he says. Wow. That if you have a prenup that, that, um, you might as well just not even get married. That's a wise That's a hot take. I'm not saying that I necessarily agree with it. Because if I ever got remarried, I would have one. Why? Because the business really popping like that. It didn't like work that. once. There's a chance it might not happen oh, again. Oh, you're no. saying if you got like a divorce, you'd yeah, like... yeah, yeah. And if I got if I got remarried at that point, I'd be like, you know what? It didn't work before, so maybe I could see it's not going to happen again. The only way I could see like a prenup maybe working is if like you are the son of like a really rich family, or like your your family comes with so much money. That's when like they can take half of what you own, right? Yeah, and so you like you get married, and your family like has you sign one to protect the family. Yeah, I could see that. The way that they're framing the and that's maybe still... it's like and maybe it's because you, you know it can be certain terms. So maybe it's like a two year prenup. Like if you guys make it past two years, then like the prenup is yeah. Bored. What the way that they're framing this though is that they people are saying they don't want money to be the reason they stay together. So if like if a guy or a woman let's just be sensitive if a woman makes a lot of money and <laughs> do we have to be sensitive yeah we'll be sensitive <laughs> well we're i was about to be for... really insensitive so i just protected myself um that's why a girl shouldn't play in the uh, WNBA. anyway <laughs> <laughs> again goes back to the w back into the WNBA Whoa. every episode um, said the WNBA. every episode um today's today's episode brought to you by the WNBA. <laughs> so they're saying, like, basically someone's saying, out of, uh, I would never want you to stay married to me because you're scared to lose half of what you own. Got it. And so they're saying, Fair. we'll sign a prenup almost out of a place of respect of, like, you worked for that. I don't need that. Like, I don't want that to be a reason to not want to marry me, and I don't want it to be a reason that you stay married to me. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that, like, a prenup totally voids a marriage, in my opinion. It just totally negates the need for trust yeah again but if i ever got ma- if for whatever reason i was in that position i feel like i would matt what are you gonna have ellie do well is it no you sh- whatever you do to share yeah. is it not side of prenup or side of prenup yeah if if not you get signed. a divorce okay, there's yeah. you just split everything ellie won't be signing anything yeah i feel like if you grow together of course you should split it in half. Yeah. Even if the money, quote-unquote, was made by one person, it still takes, like, two people to make that happen. Totally. You know? Totally. So, yeah, but I, I do see how... Pride. If you had a more, like, pride, like, 
oh, you didn't help me earn any of this. Yeah. That like it's all mine. Yeah. Like that would just be such a selfish and prideful attitude. Yeah, because like to me in my in my, my mind, I go marriage means you guys become one, which means all your stuff becomes one. Which yeah, means I do get confused when people. I guess <clears> a prenup, like also, you would have separate accounts, and to me, like in marriage, that always causes so many issues. My gosh, it has to be one. Yeah, there's a it lot of podcasts I've seen where they're like, "Oh no, like this is the best way to go." Separate bank accounts. Like we, I'm like, that just like what? I have you a guys separate are business partners. Yeah, yeah, like that's all you are. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. Like that's so weird. Yeah. I have a separate account that in my capital app, which is technically a bank account, that I draw money from for things I want to save yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my like little like like I have like little fun goals, like a trip, like a vacation, or like a new like computer or whatever and i'll draw from our joint account yeah to that account so that it's like saved for that reason but i don't like deposit money that he doesn't see yeah exactly i think my parents do the same thing i think they do like a main savings account and each have like their own checking account from the savings account to be able to spend money yeah it's called budgeting yeah it's like it's a budget code so they each have like their own personal account that gets like so much amount of money that they can spend for like kind of whatever they want and then they have their main money. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that feels right. I mean... <clears throat> that was more like what pyramid. I just thought it was fun to talk about was just yeah, it's the so fact weird. You know what also is, is really weird? Um, I just learned this the other day that you know how most people say 50% of marriages end in divorce? It's actually a worldly st- statistic that's true. But if you take the statistics of inside the church, only one in 10 Christian marriages end in divorce. Mm. That's nuts. But it's actually a crazy statistic because... We we even think that, like, oh, all marriages end in 50%. doesn't matter, Christian, non-Christian, but that's not true. If you look at Christian marriage, only 1 in 10 end in, end in divorce, wow. and the rate is actually not that high if you're believers. And, I, like, there was a bunch of other, like, positives in a marriage with being, like, uh, both being strong believers. I isn't believe that, that. Isn't that interesting? Dave Ramsey says, if you agree on finances, faith, and what's the third one? Family, family, that you have whatever percentage of chance of making it. Well, you know, Dave Ramsey is a marriage counselor. Anyway, next. One. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks, Dave. Yeah, thanks, Dave. You know what? Dave Ramsey stuff is really cool. I like have a lot of respect for Dave Ramsey, but you can tell Dave Ramsey did not grow up in California. Oh, for sure. <laughs> hey, Dave, you want me to save up for my first house in cash? Cool. It's one point five million dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Awesome, yeah. I'll just buy it when I'm 85. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not to come at Dave. We love you, Dave. All right, next. He's, he's like listening. He's yeah. like, dude, what are these yeah. guys talking about? He's like, dude, this used to be my favorite podcast. What are they, why are they coming I do like his, uh, he calls it the snowball effect of like how to get out of yeah, debt. Yeah, so yeah. good. I took um in college, I felt a little bit gypped, if I'm going to be honest. I took a, one of my, like, one of my business uh, like elective courses was you could do a bunch of things, but there was a personal finance one. And I was like, oh, cool, I'll take a personal finance class. And I thought I was going to get, like, deep personal finance advice. It was just Dave Ramsey class. <laughs> we just did a whole Dave Ramsey class. And I felt I was like, dude, I could go to my local church for 50 bucks and do a Dave Ramsey dude, class. Online, dude, yeah, home. what am I doing? But it was a very, like, I did learn a lot. And that was one of the things I did like was the, the, the snowball effect. effect. It makes a lot of sense. It's you like can if really you attack have stuff. A, if you have a payment <clears throat> for one thing, pay it off, but then take what you were already used to paying and put it towards, like, pay the minimum on everything mm-hmm. except one. Attack your smallest it. one. And then pay as much as you can on that one thing that you get used to paying that same amount. And then you add that to the next smallest thing. And you keep adding it and adding it and adding next it. Thing you until know, you're, you're out like of debt. aggressively attacking your highest one. With a bunch of yeah. bunch of money every month. That's good. Yeah. If you Next. guys need more Dave Ramsey advice, he has a great podcast called the Dave Ramsey Podcast. Is it called that? I don't know. Feels like it'd be called something like Faith and Money. Nah. <laughs> Faith and Money. It being the money a self name be show kind of like checks out. Yeah, Dave Ramsey podcast with Dave Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. So many people do that though. <laughs> the Katie Fabrizio podcast with Katie Fabrizio. Next one, next one. I really want to know what the Sadie Robertson Huff Disney backlash is about. Yeah. Okay. So here's this is a good one. Talk to me. Uh, let me talk to you. Uh, okay. So Sadie Robertson Huff. Um, she's got four names. And so she and her her husband, Christian Huff, went to Disneyland with their daughter as, or do they have two kids now? 
I think she just had it her second. Or yeah, something like that. it adds up maybe with their family and posted a video. And then they got a bunch of backlash because there's a lot of Christians boycotting Disney right now because of their stances on a lot of things um, and kind of the ways that some pretty like evil stuff has come up about Disney in the past couple of months, including like the way they treat like kids who've worked on their shows and all that kind of stuff. And so she received like a lot of backlash from Christians um, basically like attempting to cancel Sadie Robertson Huff because she went to Disneyland with her family. But she released like a really good video where she was basically like, hey, first of all, like we're Christians. We should not be subscribing to cancel culture. That's like the biggest issue here, number one. And then she's like, number two, um, we're believers. We're called to be uh, in the world but not of the world. And um, being around, I think the word she said was like being around sinners does not make you lose your holiness and was like i can take me and my family can go to disneyland it doesn't make us bad christians and she's like and you can two things can exist at the same time you can go to disneyland and then also disagree with some of the things that they're um pushing on the other side and she was like i think my we just wanted my daughter to go enjoy the things she likes like frozen and moana and those things aren't like bad and they shouldn't, we shouldn't be attacked. <laughs> yeah. Courtney goes, well, Moana is a demigod. And uh, it's not of God. Actually, Moana would be considered a Nephilim. And <laughs> we'll talk about that later in her, her yeah. segment. Yeah. Conspiracy with Courtney talking about Moana and the Nephilim. But yeah, that was the, the overall consensus of the Sadie Robertson Huff Disney backlash. Just got attacked by a bunch of believers. Yeah, that cancel culture, man. It's, it's gnarly. I get, I don't agree. Yeah. I get yeah. why. Some people, not all, some people just want to throw shade on the internet because they can't do it in person. For sure. But it is different when you have, like, how many, over a million followers. It can feel like like an endorsement when someone goes, it's because she didn't just go to Disneyland. She went and, like, posted and, like, some people make thousands of dollars for doing that. So it is a little bit more than, like, you went to Disneyland. I could see how some people would be, like, you're not just going to Disneyland, you're endorsing this business. Which I'm not saying, that's not my point of view. I'm just saying that's probably where this train started rolling and then all these idiots just jumped on. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, it's just so stupid. It is stupid, yeah. It's so stupid that this is a headline. Like, I, I just, know. I, you want to unsubscribe from every business that is doing evil things? Like, I'm sorry, but go live in the forest. Yeah, like. Absolutely. Every piece of clothing, every company, they're all owned by the same companies. Did you know that Stone Rock owns 89% of the S&P 500? One company. Blackstone, I think. Blackstone, but it's the the parent company of Blackstone. Is Stone Rock? I'm looking. Yeah. I don't want to be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, they own so much of everything. Yeah, I guess I could see how that kind of looks endorsement-y. Did you the picture? Yeah, the picture. I mean, I guess I, I could see... Okay, Blackstone is a parent company of BlackRock. BlackRock, got it. Um, BlackRock separated from the parent... Oh, that just happened. I need to read up on that. New headline. Um, Anyway, this one company owns all the companies. That's Mm -hmm. my point, is that one company owns 89% of all the other companies out there. Like, if you really want to boycott one company, like, you got to do it to all of them. And so that's where when I hear crap like this, I'm just like... Okay, we'll take your car back. Turn all the subscriptions off on your TV. Yeah, like yeah. you can't. It just and some people do live yeah. that way, and that's fine. Trade in your iPhone. Trade in your iPhone. Yeah. It, you know whatever. Like it I just, just don't get like a lot of Christians. To me, it doesn't make any sense because a lot of Christians will like be so quick to like backlash Sadie no, for I something see the post. for something like this, but then they'll be silent on like the most the most like obvious topics they shouldn't be silent on yeah like we're really quick to attack our own but we're really not quick to like stand up for the things we believe when it gets pressed and these people probably all have 
you know, Netflix subscriptions. Yeah. Or they probably all even have Disney Plus subscriptions for yeah. their kids. Yeah. But it's like they can't go to Disneyland or Disney yeah. World. Or they want. Yeah. My algorithm knows me so, so well. The only comment preview that I see literally says what I'm saying. To everyone commenting about where this beautiful family spends their money, if you are not a compound homesteader that raises your own food, makes your own clothing, and never frequents Walmart, Starbucks, Target, never watches a movie. Or how about this? Okay. If you're on Instagram, yeah, seeing the video, yeah. like shut up. Yeah, that's <laughs> how know? I like, feel. It's just like it's just so it's just so dumb. It's like, dude, if you're on Instagram seeing this, you're part of the, you're part of the same thing. Yeah, you're doing the same thing. You're just not realizing you're doing the same thing. Yeah, it's how do you? I'm not I'm not a parent, but like, how do you navigate with like Mila? Obviously, like not fully agreeing with like Disney and some of the things that they they do and the imagery they show, but then also being like, yeah, but it's okay to watch this. Like the other day, a commercial came on. Uh, I was watching Ahsoka, great show, by the way. Never Star heard of Wars, it. Star Wars, Star Wars show. Nerd. Um, and a commercial came on, and it was like so not okay, like such a disturbing commercial, and I was like. How am I going to let my kids watch TV, even streaming services now? You can't. You literally, it's How honestly, are you doing that? it's hard. I, so we do, shout out Yippee. Oh, yeah, Yippee. We need to look into that. Yeah. We want Yippee to be a sponsor of Caden's show. I know. Shout out Yippee app if you hear this. Um, so we did download Yippee app as an alternative because I, the thing is not all of it's bad. Not everything on Netflix is bad. Not everything on Disney is bad. However, my five-year-old can FaceTime, text, like, she knows how to use the voice thing to search things. Like, she's extremely educated, and she can use the remote is what I'm getting at. So even if I I see her watching something, I walk out of the room for 10 minutes, she could be watching something completely different, and I don't know. She doesn't know if it's good or bad. Yeah. Like, that is our job as parents, is to be sensitive to the spirit on some of these things, and, or on all of it. The way I handle it is, like, what's the spirit behind it? Yeah. So, like, Moana, for example, when she was... And, I'm sure people disagree with me on this and that's fine. This is just how I've taken it step by step. I wasn't allowed to watch any this. I was that kid. I wasn't allowed to watch Disney growing up. I've still to this day never seen Harry Potter. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Like I've literally never Wait, seen. Lord of the Rings is written by a Christian. Though. I understand. But imagery wise. True. Got it. Yeah. It also came out when I was like a little kid. Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. my parent, you know, it was PG-13 and I couldn't go. You would love it. It's good. I was literally under 13. Yeah. So. All of that. So I was raised that way. And then fast forward, I'm 16 watching The Lion King at like in mm-hmm. high school yeah, on yeah, like yeah. finals day or whatever. And I'm like, it's a very sad movie. And there was For a sure. moment of like, oh my gosh, this is really sad. <laughs> like this movie is so sad. You're watching like someone's dad get murdered. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Anyways, there was a moment there was a moment where I just did think, okay, I don't know if this is the reason my mom didn't let me watch this or if it was because of like the scary hyenas or like whatever the thing what whatever the reason was, I don't know. But this is a really kind of sad movie. And at five years old, that's sad and like pain. Like you're you know, you're letting your child experience pain, whatever. It's so it's more of just like filtering that behind it so moana was the first movie that mila would ever sit and watch and she wanted to watch it over and over she got to the point that over this period of time that she would watch it over and over the older she got even just by a couple of months the scarier some of the scenes became because she was just growing up even though she had seen it a hundred times and so there was a moment where i was like i feel like i need to turn this off Mm -hmm. and i think that that's just how we should handle anything is like inquire of the holy spirit like is this something I should be doing? Yes or no? Like, yeah. not everyone's convictions are the same. Also, I don't think everyone's held to the same standard. I think as believers, we are supposed to be in this world, but not of it. But I also think that people have different callings on their life. And it might be right for one kid to watch something and not right for another kid to watch. But I think it is I think it is different. And I think that if you don't feel convicted to do something, then don't do it. If you feel convicted, lean into that. Like, I think the more you inquire, I do into the holy spirit and like ask him 
I think you will find actually you will remove a little bit more than you probably anticipated from your child's life or whatever it is. But we do go to Disneyland. Yeah. She, my Mila, probably because we are sensitive to the spirit, she is sensitive to the spirit. And there are things that she does not like and she does not want to go on and she doesn't want to go on that ride. And I'm like, it's literally not scary. I went to the Haunted Mansion for the first time not this my year. Favorite. Not my favorite. But I'm just saying like. I speak in tongues the whole time on that ride. <laughs> that's kind of like the point. It's just like my parents didn't let me watch any of that. But like also I'm the one that my friends call when they like feel like they're dealing with like a dark mm-hmm. spirit or mm-hmm. something or whatever. So I think that it all comes down to like what you're called to do and what you're not called. Like just ask the Lord. He'll tell you. Yeah. It's different for everyone. I kind of feel like, I don't think there's like one right or wrong thing. I look back at my life too. And I look at, I think about all the things my mom and dad like didn't let me watch that at the time I was like, they're so lame that now I'm like, dang, I'm so happy. They didn't let me watch that stuff. Well, there's some, I've like missed it a couple of times. I think like, Mila will want to watch something in a letter and I'm like, Oh, I don't think I should. And then I end up regretting it later. She had an audition for, a show a cartoon show and i went and watched it because i don't let her watch it i went and watched it and i was like i don't know i don't know i don't know and i let her do the audition which i regretted instantly like the whole time the holy spirit's telling me no 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 and i just i let her do it and because it's it's better to do it and then say no than to just like say no to the audition Mm -hmm. like all right i'll let her do it and then we got the script and i'm like Oh my gosh, no. Like, I don't want her speaking this over herself over and over. Like, she's like saying this. And then she got asked to do, she got asked to be in a horror film. No shot, dude. And I was like, zero shot. First, they asked if we would be interested in her doing a film because of the strike and everything. And like, she's she's not union. So, like, all this stuff, big discussion. And I'm like, "Um, sure. We finally get to like, okay. And then they say, they just tell us it's like based in Mexico City and like all this. And then they tell us like, it's like they knew that we would probably say no. They got to the point that we had said yes for them to them tell us like, okay, well, she'd be the main character that's like father daughter role. And it's like a horror film and all this stuff. And I was like, literally instant response. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. No, we're not interested. Like she's really sensitive to spiritual things. And I just feel like I'd be doing a bad job of like letting her into that whole scene literally at this age sorry no shot dude no shot yeah i think you, like as a parent obviously you got to be aware and like protect and i have a lot of thoughts i just have a lot of thoughts i just like i don't know i just think about being a parent a lot and i'm like i don't know what i don't know how you at some level you're going like man there's so much happening right now yeah like, how do you how do you protect? And then the other side, I'm like, dude, like people are mad that Sadie Robertson Huff is like taking their kid, like her kid to Disneyland. But like, there's actually things in the world that matter. Yeah. Like people are like killing babies, you know, like there's like things in the world that actually matter. And you're mad that she's going to Disneyland. Like care about something that matters, please. For like 10 seconds. And put some energy into something that matters, and maybe this world we see some impact. I mean, Sadie Robertson does so much for the kingdom. Yeah, she works so hard to encourage people to share the gospel, to be a light. She works so hard. You know, she was in the in the in entertainment industry for so long. I'm sure she has overcome a lot to be uh, a person that is speaking at conferences, sharing the gospel, writing books, creating resources, pouring into women. Like, and she goes to Disneyland and you're mad? Like, ch- chill. You know, like, go care about something else. I don't know. I'm frustrated. Anyway, let's talk about something else. <laughs> Next one. But yeah, that's great input, Court. You're a great parent. Thanks. You're doing great. Try hard. <laughs> you're not a try hard. You're a good parent. <laughs> She's like, I'm just a try hard. Uh, next one is Utah football players get trucks, but the walk-ons get nothing. <laughs> Dude, that's I mean, so funny. Fair. Yeah, but tell, tell, give the scenario. Give the scenario. So you got a? I don't know how many scholarship athletes are on like a D1. Probably twenty. I'm gonna say. Look that up. Look up because yeah, I think I there's. I think it's an NCAA standard. 
I think they get I think they get a certain amount of money they can scholarship. Did you know that while he's looking that up, that for every scholarship you probably do know this since you played D one tennis, right? Yeah, D two, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> you said D two, but yeah. <laughs> you should have just like let me say it. Um I'm an honest man. Yeah, you're an you're an honest guy. Um, it's part of my story too. I should have gone D one. It's just the way it goes. Every scholarship that they have for one sport, they have to give equal amount to the other sex in that same sport. No, that's not the rule. Yes, it is. The rule's double. That's why, like, women's... So at my what school... What do you mean double? So at my school, the women got uh, seven or eight full-ride scholarships for tennis. Men had four. But that could have been because maybe you didn't have a golf team or, you know what I mean? Oh, so there has to be, so they have to distribute those scholarships throughout the programs. Yes. Got it. Yes. So that's why it's really easy for like a girl to get a golf scholarship or whatever. Yeah. Did, did you, you know, find it? <laughs> did, you know, kill time. did you know that there's actually like the reason you see a lot of men's like sports going under, like a lot of schools are getting rid of their like men's football and basketball and men's tennis, but you still see what impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Women's tennis, women's softball. Because... With Title IX, you can't get rid of women's sports either. Mm. So programs ha- are having to essentially get rid of their men's programs that do make them revenue to keep women's programs that don't. Yeah, I mean, I feel it because it is though. normal to take away girls' sports because if you have to, if you have to have a team of the same sport, you have to give them the same amount of scholarship. So it's easier for them to not have like a girls' soccer team. You know, you get where I'm going. That's why Title IX was implemented, but I'm saying it makes absolutely no sense. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help So here's a, little, here's a little fun fact. Okay. Uh, the easiest sport to get a D1 scholarship in is women's ice hockey. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. Actually, the easiest way to get a D1 scholarship is to be a man and pretend you're a woman. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> Um, this, I don't, uh, D1 FBS teams can give full ride scholarships to 85 athletes. Wow. But I don't know if they're giving all 85 Maybe this is a better out. search. Ask how many Utah football players were full ride. Because then that would tell us how many trucks they gave. So basically, as you look that up, I'll give the rundown. So basically, Utah, which, ugh, hate Utah. And for Pardon. anyone who didn't know, used to, how many years has it been? Two years? Three years? An athlete could not 85. receive... NIL, yeah. Continue. They could not receive money. Any type of monetary bribery, value. Yeah, anything. Trade. You couldn't like donate them a car. They you couldn't, couldn't be that. in any like paid advertising. Like, None of that nothing. stuff. What the NCAA and schools could do though is they could use their, their faces to advertise and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like they didn't have to pay the athletes. So the Crimson Collective, the N- the NIL group supporting Utah Athletics is presenting a truck to each one of the eighty five scholarship members of the football team. The history making deal is estimated to be in the seven figures. That's insane. yeah, but also who what 
truck was it? It's a Toyota. So Toyota could have sponsored that too. So it's an NIL deal with a local Toyota dealership. Dodge. Mm-hmm. Dodge. Or Dodge. Dodge. Uh, but Dodge that Ram 1500. They could have like split it with them or something. You know what I mean? Because ex- yeah. they know they're going to get all this coverage. So they're Blenders, probably- the eyewear. With, with Colorado. Deion Sanders, their sales went up in one day, $1 million. And then he bought the whole team. Like he hands them out everywhere. All together since... Deion Sanders became the head coach. Blender's eyewear has gone up $5 million in revenue. Insane. So that's what I'm saying. Insane. Like, this dealership could have, like, gifted some of that. I'm sure they gifted or a lot of it. split it, you know. Or I'm sure what they're doing is gifting a lot of it, and you're going to see Utah Dodge on the side of the stadium for the next 10 years. Yeah. Like These kids are – but think about that. 85 kids are now driving around a Dodge. Brand new Dodge. That's truck a, around campus. Honestly, that's a 70, it's kind of genius. It's a $70,000 truck. Yeah. That's insane. I love NIL. I think these athletes are finally getting what they what they yeah. deserve. Like, I obviously wasn't like a D one athlete, but like as a college athlete, you're working really hard. Like you're waking up early. Our yeah. schedule was like waking up at four thirty, five a.m. lifts, going to class, going to practice, practicing for three hours, coming home, doing your homework, going to bed, wake up, do it again. You know what I love about the potential of the NI, NI, NIL, NIL deals is is the fact of so. You, I think before we saw college football be like the like college football was just the level of play was insane. Yeah. And then you saw them get to the NFL, get paid, and then they would drop off. What I'm hoping that we see is now since these players are get are used to getting paid, that the level of play just continues because increase because you play for the love of, of the game when you're in college and then you get that that money and you're like okay well now i don't have to love the game as much because i'm getting paid Mm -hmm. so i'm hoping that we see that continue now and like the nfl and like when they get these million dollars like they're used to making million dollars now so it's like not not a huge shift when they get to the nfl so i'm hoping that it stays yeah do you think think there's a negative effect yeah well potentially i don't know i don't know how much negative it is i think when i think about it in like athlete terms i think you work most of your life. A lot of these athletes have worked most of their life to get to that level. They've worked day in, day out, hard. Their families have sacrificed a lot of time and a lot of money to get these kids, these students, to this level with the hopes that they can get to the top level, go pro, and start making money that would support themselves and their families. Yeah. And I think what NIL has allowed is that it's allowed college to be that place where you can get rewarded for your hard work a little bit sooner. Mm-hmm. And as an athlete, you know that like any day can be your last day on a, on a field, oh, on a court, yeah. on a, in a swimming pool. Like it can be your last day any day. And so I think, you know, I, I've seen a lot of people, I know a lot of people that like they were this close to making it and allowing what, how hard they worked to make them money one day they got hurt and they couldn't do it. I think, I think you're seeing athletes, in college, they're finally getting a little bit of monetary reward for all the hard work that they put in. And the reality is, is you have a lot of people in the NIL now in NCAA making money top, top all the way to the bottom. You have people making money and, um, but only a small percentage of those people are actually going to go to the NFL. Yeah. So they're getting like a little 1%. So they're getting a, a large like boost in life early before ever making to the NFL, and most of them never will. Yeah. So I mean, it, I I think it's cool. I I think the the question in locker rooms as a, as a student athlete is always like, where's the money? Because you're grinding, you're walking in, and you're seeing your face on a poster that's telling people to come buy tickets to come to your thing, and then you get like a free pair of shoes and like your school <laughs> paid for. You know, it's like you're going, where's the money? You know, you're like yeah. you want to see it. So I think these they're finally getting to see like. You know, if someone, I just feel like if someone's making money off your face, you should probably be able to make a little bit of money off of it too, a yeah. little bit. The NCAA is a billion-dollar industry, yeah. and you have students that like have a hard time feeding themselves during school because they can't work as a student athlete. So, yeah, I think it's good. I like it. I'm a big fan. I, I mean, I do think, though, too, even with with the influx of younger people making money, I do think that there needs to be – an outlet for them to learn how to for sure manage it. Well, yeah, now you have these college students yeah. driving Rolls Royces around you campus. Guys, yeah. yeah, you yeah. got 18 year That's olds. That's more of my, like, just the only, like, thing that needs to be watched out for for these kids is, like, do they have people helping them manage it? Yeah, well, that's, that's the part that most schools have now an NIL department where they have, like, basically agents and, like, 
people are supposed to be helping you manage your money and manage your deals. Yeah. Because all the deals now go through the schools. Like, you, I don't think you can have a singular agent yet, right? I don't know. The rules I think you it. have to, like, go through the NIL stuff through the school. That makes sense. To, like, process, like, the deals that you're making. But the money they're making is crazy. Like, Caleb Williams at USC, he's, this year he's already made $5.8 million. I wonder how much Deion Sanders' son has made. He's the second highest earning at like $4.8 million. And this guy's the first? Caleb Williams is the first, yeah. And then you have he's like just a baller. Travis Hunter has made like three mil yeah. already. He's played in three games. But And that's the crazy thing too is now you have players who honestly aren't the best but their personality is they're marketable is crazy. And then yeah. they're just marketable. Mm-hmm. So it's like now you have these players who maybe even potentially wouldn't have gone pro, will go pro just because everybody knows their face. Also, there's there's NIL deals happening at the smallest of levels at local colleges. Yeah. A buddy of mine told me about one of his friends that went to a small school like in Alabama or something. And it's like a smaller D1 school. It's not like Alabama. University of Alabama, and they got he got a small NIL deal with a local air conditioning company for fifty thousand dollars. Nuts, nuts! They're putting his face on on his on their their, their trucks. So, and cool. he made fifty thousand dollars. He's a sophomore in high school. So cool, you know. It's like that's awesome. So good cool. for that kid. Yeah, you know. But yeah, Caleb Williams at five point eight million is wild. Yeah, that's crazy. So much money, dude. How old is that kid? He's a junior or senior at USC. I think he lives in like a penthouse in LA. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. He doesn't even live on campus. He's 21. Insane. 5.8 million. Born in 21. 2001. That's Good for wild. Him. When it's were you born? 2000. Yeah, it's nuts. Wow. Good for that guy. Okay, next one. Should we go into our segment? Conspiracies with Court? I think we should. All right. Should we roll some new music? <clears throat> Let me set up. Should we get some new music for you? We should. <laughs> Okay. Welcome to our favorite segment of What's Going On in the World, where the one and only Courtney Acuna brings on her conspiracy of the week. Okay, so when I said you're going to be disappointed, it's because it's not a new relevant conspiracy. It's just something that I've recently been dove dabbling deep in. into. Okay. So, and Matt has brought it up once, but about the landing on the moon being fake. Oh. I have been in this, I've been in this black hole no pun intended, on... I'm into this. ...fake space. Mm-hmm. If you look up fake space on TikTok... Oh, yeah. I didn't really, like... Even when he brought it up last time, I was like, oh, gosh, like, if I hear one more person say the Earth is flat, we never landed on the moon, like, that whole thing. Yeah. Okay, the moon... I just want to start with the moon landing. Wait, wait, let's wait, wait, wait. Let's think about this. So do you think the Earth is flat? No. Okay. Do you? I don't know. I'm not at liberty to say my lawyer might get mad. <laughs> my lawyer might. Dude, Ellie's fine. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my lawyer. It's yeah, not Ellie, dude. Yeah. dude. It's not, it's not sure. Ellie, dude. Um, so what year did we land on the moon? Technically? I think it was last, last year. Okay. The moon is, <laughs> isn't the moon. I'm pretty sure the moon's like 26,000 miles away. <laughs> Yeah, the moon is 238,000 miles away. 1969. That's so far, 1969. July 16th, 1969 to July. <laughs> Apparently, we landed on the moon for about a week. July 24th was... So, that's my point. So, you're telling me that in 1969, however many years ago, 50 years ago, 50 years ago, 50 years ago, yeah. we broadcasted live yeah. from the moon? Go there. We didn't even have Wi-Fi. But since then, haven't been further than, like, 200 miles out into the orbit. Like, what? Like, literally yeah. none of it makes sense. 239,000 miles we broadcasted from 239,000 live. miles. Live. Live broadcast Across the globe. Out of the out of the atmosphere. Unless it was Nephilim, it wasn't possible. That's like, what I'm saying, yeah. Look at these photos. It's literally just black in the background. Like, yeah. there's literally there's no nothing stars in the background. The- Didn't Neil Armstrong just die and he said it was all fake? Yeah. Neil yeah. Armstrong came out and was like, it's fake. We never went to the moon. Okay. Then, in this scroll of fake space. There you go, Courtney. If you... If you... There was this video that came up. I wish... I for sure... Did I send it to you? I don't know. You haven't finished your sentence. <laughs> 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 don't even know what video he's on. I don't know yet. This guy is on Google Earth. 
You did send this to yeah. us. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I sent this to you. No, you didn't. I no, didn't get didn't. this video. I did send it to y'all. Yeah, she did. You just didn't watch it. it jerk. You got it. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. It was I'm probably at, on three, fast right now, at 3 a.m. Hold on. I'm, I'm what a turn of events. Going to our it was a crazy so you, so you don't message think, on Instagram. You don't think the earth is flat? I don't think necessarily think the earth is flat. I have a, que- I have a question, though. Could you, could you question at least sure. that, that maybe the earth is flat? So my faith in the vastness of space it's hard for me to imagine that truly the world is flat, but I get that that could be wrong. Like when I see these photos of space, it is hard for me to be like, that's not real. So there's just like a lot. And I've only been on like a couple nights worth of deep scrolls. I need to like really hop back in on the laptop and <laughs> yeah, like get in there, get really yeah. in there, but get in there deep. So that's my, it's not as, it's not as out there today. It's just more of like, if you just go <laughs> search fake space, you will see all the evidence. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. I after a couple of those videos, I go, whoa. There's just so many, and they're all. They're, it's not all from one source. Like, sure, NASA is a heavy-handed entity in this equation, but mm-hmm. like, the, as far as like the media and different clips that are like, coming out from this, like the photos and like different things, like it's it really is like at the end of the day, there's only so many people that actually have access to our atmosphere and like what's out there and as much as i don't want to believe space is fake i it's not but yeah. i see the shooting starts but what i do know that you know real, that but like our there are a lot of people that believe that it's not that, that we're basically not. under a huge dome like there are people that really think that out there that we live in a dome yeah and i think the earth can- is flat. I think canopy i think like <clears throat> trying to put a decent biblical perspective on it because that's that's what I want to try to do with all this stuff because I think it can just get crazy at some point. But if if the enemy wants us to be deceived and deception is like one of his greatest goals for humanity, I think that it could be just sheer like we're just they're just trying to deceive us into believing something that isn't true. And I think that yeah, that's where I'm like maybe. And I'm not saying that I believe in a flat earth and a no space. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I wouldn't be surprised because everything that the media usually tells us, everything that we're told by the government is usually not true. Yeah. So that's the, my only thing of like, then why <clears throat> would some, why would I just start now believing? The thing that sells me the most was your first point. They live streamed from the moon. No. Didn't they like call on a landline too? Like what? Didn't, weren't they like yeah, receiving like, yeah, phone like calls? Yeah, like they're making And they were there calls. for multiple days? Like there's just... no cell phone service. There's And the moon is no 230,000 miles away? 230,000 miles away. It would take them days to get there. I just No matter how fast you're going. Yeah. Like don't I see part of me and I guess it is all like relative if space is not real the, but like the, the TV still did this thing on the top I really <laughs> like but don't you feel like it's a little bit sad that like everything we've imagined the heavens and the earth God created the heavens and the earth to be like for it to not exist would feel weird like for space not to exist yeah yeah but that doesn't mean that like can't heavens exist in like a spiritual realm for sure but that's what I'm saying. If that's all true, that would be kind of sad. You can't grow up and be an astronaut if you want. <laughs> I tell Mila that fake. all the time. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I. you know, I wouldn't be surprised if now we can actually get to the moon if that's real. If that's a real thing we uh, can do. Supposedly, four days ago, China just landed on the moon. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm not, for the first time. Like, when you ask the question of why... Why would we fake it? It was because it was a race between China and Russia. Yeah, we like, were in a cold war with yeah, Russia. Yeah, Russia. China got last. <laughs> yeah, China got last. Wait, so does China... Is it? Does that mean the moon is ours, though, since we got there no. first? That's not how it works. I think that was the idea with sticking the flag in the Like, we own the, the ground, moon now. But I don't think When I was really a kid, good. I always felt like the U.S. owned the moon. When I was a kid, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, we have the 50 states and the moon. <laughs> Right? The sun is Russia's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sun is. Fortunately, we weren't able to get there yeah, before yeah. Russia, but we got the moon, <laughs> so we got the light at night, which is great. Remember when they made like Pluto like not a planet? Bummer for Pluto, dude. Everyone was like, "No, man, Pluto was my favorite." <laughs> yeah. Gosh, bummer for Pluto. Yeah. Remember, I just imagine like Pluto getting that notice. 
<laughs> yeah, they were sad. Yeah, Pluto was bummed. They were, they were yeah. shed a tear for sure. For Pluto's like, oh, I got some mail. This is cool. Yeah, I'm what? They got served. <laughs> yeah. What? I'm not a what? Hey, round of applause for Court. Uh, that was quite, that was conspiracy with Court. I feel like that was tame. That was good. That was tame. Good way to to walk us in because you had both of us behind you. And if you're not with me, just again, fake space. Yeah. TikTok. All right. Well, now we're, that was conspiracy of the court. We're closing it. That was it. kind of conspiracy of the Caden, Cons- to be honest. Third time. I was just engaging in the conspiracy. I appreciate it. Usually I'm trying to get over the last so since we've started. I'm usually very disengaged. Since we've started, TikTok has started to hear that we're talking about conspiracies. They're throwing them my ways, and I'm getting a little bit in there. I'm just going to say I'm I getting, love it. Also, th- that conspiracy of the cave one came from my nephew research when I was doing the research for the nephew episode. I want to just like Google an image of it. We can move on, but of a nephew. If I'm looking at my phone, that's what I'm doing. Of the national park system. So bummed out, dude. Whoever, right. whoever said that, besides your dad, because he, <laughs> his opinion reigns. Just calls out your dad. Does. Most respect. Anyone else? though, <laughs> shut up and get out of my way. She should shut up and get out of my. And she's still everyone's favorite. I don't it's know how. Mind boggling. I don't think I actually am. Though. That's the funny thing. I think I might take the. Yeah, I think Matt's taking the crown. Today, for sure. For sure. I think we should do... Why? Because he laughed at me for whistling for so long. (laughs) I just feel like that was so relatable, you know? Like... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think it's it. Is that it? Hey, here's my thing for y'all. And I started this in the Nephi app, and I'm going to say it again. All of this is crazy. Great stuff. Flip to the back of the book. Flip to the back of the book. We know who wins. God is still good. He's on the throne. He's got a plan. And um, if you're more concerned about um, prenups, Utah football players, Sadie Robertson, T-Swizzle, and Travis Kelsey, then you are about spending time in the Bible and getting to know Jesus. We've got it mixed up. So I just want to encourage you, um, continue, to, continue to pursue Jesus in a relationship with him. And uh, a lot of these things are going to be ironed out with a little hope deposited in your soul flip to the back of the book love you guys catch you in the next one Hello, my name is Adam Comer. And I'm Ryan Chittister. And we're the host of Life After Addiction Podcast. If you or someone you love struggles with addiction, check us out, Life After Addiction Podcast, and you can subscribe at lifeaudio.com.